You are now tuned in to The Gifted Gab. Rose, okay. we here, man. Jeez. We here. Back with another 1K, man. <laughs> I love that. Luke, how you doing, bro? You oh, good? my God. Oh, man, thank you, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good right now. Jeez, man. It's good what, to be here. One thing I've always noticed about you, bro, you're always in a positive light, man. You're always in a positive mindset, and I, I, I love that, bro. You know what? Thank you so much. I uh, I feel like I grew up with that kind of uh, that kind of energy. I feel like uh, I feel like that that growing up process, just not even having a lot and kind of just being grateful for mm-hmm. those things around me, those little things, the friends, the family, the the little things that life has to uh, has to offer. Kind of uh, is a blessing, and I feel like I try to carry that. And whatever, because life's going to hand you a lot of the things that it's going to hand you. And you got to kind of just roll with the punches a lot of the times and uh, try to find that happiness in the in the struggle. In the struggle. 1,000%. Embracing it. Yeah, that's 1, key. That's key. I think knowing, I think expecting struggle is, is key. You know, not everything is going to be smooth sailing, but also knowing that, you know, what we're going through right now won't last right absolutely even if it's good it won't last but if it's bad it still won't last and i think it's important to realize that bro but i i, I just wanted to point that out bro because like it, it kind of rubs off on me too bro that <laughs> appreciation i won't lie bro that appreciation bro yeah one thousand percent and to be honest it's like for me at least i feel like just knowing certain information you gotta just if, if you positive or you you laughing all the time even when things ain't going your way Man, things gonna eventually go your way. You know, around, yeah. if 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 you're always negative, or you're always looking at the bad things in life, or you're always looking at the the things that that might not be going your way, you're just kind of gonna keep on getting something yeah. else. Keep on getting the the things that you're you're not looking at at life like you're like you're receiving it for yeah, what for it the is. Fully, yeah, the yeah, one thousand percent. So yeah. you kind of you gotta you gotta look at the blessings in life. You gotta appreciate those things. Especially knowing life is so short, man. Bro, it's you know don't it's get me like, started, bro. For sure, I he- I heard this thing a couple a couple weeks ago. It was like, um, your life is just like a just sand running through a like an hourglass. You know, it's like you never get that sand back. But, um, like my I was listening to an example. It was Bob Proctor that was saying, and he was like, his grandma, at sixty years old, always said. I don't got much life left. I ain't got much life left. Mm-hmm. And she lived until she was like 95 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, and if you told her how much time she had left, she wouldn't have said a lot, nah. you know, but nah. she had a lot. And yeah. then she was giving you the example of. Hold on, do, do me one quick. Sorry, just tilt the mic a little bit up. Just tilt, tilt a little bit up. There right, you go. Yeah, right there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Plus. My bad. Um, yeah, and then it, and he was giving the example of his friend at 16 years old. And um, he, he, if he would have asked his friend, how much life he had left, he would have ha- had, he would have said half a century, you know, like, yeah, he's 16 years old. Because you expect that, you know. He didn't have half an hour, bro. He, and he was saying the example of he, uh, he passed away in a car accident, you know, and it's like, it's those little things in life that you got, you got to look at it and you don't know how much time you have left, but you have an obligation to live your life as fully as you can, give as much as you can energy as high as possible for whether it's family friends relationships love like whatever it is it's like to the people you interact with you gotta you gotta really appreciate those moments because you're never going to have you only have one of these episodes you know like a first first episode but even doing this with you this is this is the like you said the first first episode crazy i'm I'm so big I, i love what you just said there bro but i'm also so big on being present wherever you are too crazy you know, being where your feet are. Because a lot of times, mm. um, I can speak for myself, there'll be times where I'm chilling with someone, but I'm thinking about something that happened in the past or something that's about to happen. Crazy. You know, and being Crazy. present with someone, giving them your full attention, your everything, your gratitude, bro. Because, yo, like you're saying, moments, moments come and go, bro. Absolutely. You ever look back on certain instances and be like, damn, like that was that was a good time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One th- I look yeah. at a lot of instances, I'm like, that was a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> You got to look at and you kind of yeah, you got to yeah. especially because even as a young kid, like I've felt a lot of a lot of times like I've had uh, some really good energy, but life just hands you experiences. They're going to hand you yeah. bad experience, bad experiences and good experiences. It's about how you look at that experience. Mm-hmm. And that's how the next experience is going to be with you. That's how it's going to carry out for like the rest of your life. You know, it's like perception is everything, especially yeah. especially in this life. And you got to you got to look at everything as 
it's a blessing. It's you know, like things that get delayed are are look. It should be looked at as blessings because you don't know when the right time you need something. You exactly, know, exactly. you know, and something that you may want uh, might not be the thing that you need at that moment, and and you might not be able to see that in the right now or accept it or be ready for it exactly you know? a lot of times people ain't ready for it a lot of times you're looking at things and it's like man i want this i want that I, you know and, and you ain't even realize that you weren't energetically ready for that mm. thing because if you were to get that thing you wouldn't be able to keep it up bro. you, you ain't would have you ain't even been able to keep it up man yeah. and and a lot of times you ain't a lot of people can't see that or they can't accept that within themselves that they're Maybe mentally not ready, like ready enough, emotionally not ready enough, you know, like is, yeah. whether it's sports, you might physically not be ready enough for certain things. That's like to be able to develop those skills on any one of those facets is uh is such an important thing, man. It's, it's such an important extremely, thing. Extremely, bro. And um, I kind of want to take it back to that appreciation aspect, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yo, growing up, man, we're, we're oblivious to a lot of things in our life. We, we kind of think that life goes on forever. Facts. Our friends are going to be here forever. Our family's going to be here forever. And uh, I wanted to ask you, at what point did it really hit you that you need to just take this, this seriously, but you also need to appreciate every moment for what it is? Like, uh, was there a certain instance that was like, yo, this is real? Good question. Um, You know what? I felt like I grew up, I got to grow up really young because my dad passed away when I was four years old. Um. You know, like two, like I'm the baby in the family. I got two, two older sisters. They weren't doing the best. Single mom. It's like, so, and my mom kind of blessed me because she was able to put me in sports and she was allowed me to, she, especially like growing up from where I grew up in, in Malton. It's like, again, like not the, not the worst place, not the best not the place, best place yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> and, yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. Uh, again, like I always say that I could have went two completely different routes, um, Thank goodness my mom was able to put me in an environment where I could see different things. I could experience different things and um, whether it be soccer, hockey, basketball, like all these different uh, things in life. Pursuits, yeah. Yeah, pers- 1,000%. Even though those weren't the things that uh, like that I pursued in fully, life, yeah. fully in life, but like it's it gave me the perspective to desire different things, yeah. which was such a blessing that i can't even i can't even uh i can't ever ever repay and stuff well one thousand percent and i felt like uh she was just a a person that kind of knew that i could have went down one of these different routes and if i didn't look at these these things especially when i play hockey man like, a lot of the times these <laughs> men these men really i'd be going to barbecue like uh, why these yeah, men's got up, four bedrooms up, upstairs, bro. man? Up, <laughs> why these men's like, got three cars in, in the like girl? King City and yeah, shit yeah. Like that, yeah. I'm like, bro, what? They got How pools in their backyard, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Yo, that's that's the goal, though. That's yeah, the yeah, goal. yeah. One thousand. Seeing that from young, that kind of, that's a good influence. It's a it's a very especially when you don't have your family ain't got that. Yeah. And so it it enables you to be like, what do they? What does their family have that my family doesn't have? Mm-hmm. And you start looking at how people look at things because a lot of times it's. Just the energy, like, regardless of the situation, like, everybody gets handed situations. Everyone. No? Just, you don't, no one goes through life smooth sailing, bro. It's, it's a crazy. It's inevitable. It, 1,000%. A lot of people, um, a lot of people fall victim to that situation. A lot yeah. of people fall victim to their story. You know, like, I ain't get, I ain't have this, so I ain't get that. I ain't, I didn't, I didn't have parents to put me in this or put me in that. It's like, I never, again, like, I always know so many people are going through so much worse situations than me so i can never look back and like i man i'm a victim because i didn't do something because of something that happened in my past and that that enables me to live in the present you know it's like a lot of times i didn't have very like like close friends just thank goodness but like just uh that like pass away or anything like that like where it's like kids but like you you see it very close to it's like damn like 15 16 years old you've seen just kids that maybe you knew or maybe just like they gone like like how short is life you know yeah man you gotta you gotta look at that for for what it is and be grateful in every single moment that you got man and you gotta really you gotta really feel that energy you gotta be appreciative of life you gotta and you gotta really know what your what your purpose is and what you want to accomplish and like you have an obligation to live out your life as fully as possible and whatever and whatever facet that is because everybody got something different but mm-hmm. like i feel like um 
the biggest desire somebody could give you is like what like whatever purpose you have to give is something where you're repaying it to somebody else paying it forward one thousand i'm big i like what you said there bro with obligation mm. i think it's important that you have a purpose and that you're doing something that gives back in certain in some way or another you yeah. know it doesn't have to be through uh, like money or, or, or inspiration, but it has to be some way, you know. I think with when it comes to uh, you know purpose, I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Mm. You know, a lot of people don't try different things, and that's something that you were doing from young, bro. And yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, 1, I admire you for that, bro. It's, I it's something that. that's special, but yeah, 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 that obligation aspect, man. Oh, of course, you know, of course, it's, of course. It's it's, <laughs> it's tough, especially like even like obligations as much as. When you're a young kid, it's like you have an obligation to your family. And like a, a lot of kids obviously aren't looking at it from that perspective. But you got to, if if you see certain things or like, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of side of the tracks you, you coming from. It's like you got to, you have that obligation on, on whatever level just to live your life to the fullest in whatever interaction yeah. you're in, you know. A lot of people have to grow fast, man. A lot of people have to grow fast, people, not only from sure. from their family, but in the environment that they're in too. And for that's sure. another aspect of it is where they might view life a little bit faster or differently than someone who's still kind of coasting. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah, they yeah. have to; they're forced to it. And I see that with with my friends as well too. But going back to what you're saying with like you know people passing away around you and, and appreciating life, it's instances like that that kind of force you mm. into thinking, okay, I have to appreciate these moments. I have to, like even just this podcast right now, bro. One thousand percent. You know, I appreciate this, my guys. It gets you right back into the present. It gets right? you into the present, bro. For I'm sure. not thinking about what I'm gonna do tomorrow morning. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Special, bro. Because at the end of the day, you never know. Absolutely. You and I feel know. like I feel like uh, even even like friends that you may not um, always talk to. Always talk to. You know, it's like I always, regardless, like I always want to be that person, like. If I ain't talked to you in two years, you could call on me at whatever time, you know, and just and you could just reconnect with that that energy, just like it was two years ago. Yeah. Like it, like you ain't skip a like you ain't skip a beat. Those are the best. Those are the best type of relationships for man. sure. Yeah, we're, we're adults, sure. man. We got priorities, bro. We got a lot going on in our lives, man. <laughs> Absolutely, think, bro. The the worst people to be around, in my opinion, are the people that don't understand that. Yeah, that well, are always like I can't text you back right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sure, I'm doing sure. something. I can't yeah. get, I can't call you. I can't for text sure. you 24 hours a for day. Sure. You know, and if we have those gaps in communication, we we pick up like it's it's we never missed. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have uh, have that entitlement factor. You oh, know, man. it's like a, and if they were, I feel like a lot of people if they were on their purpose, pur- yeah, like if you're yeah. on your purpose as much as you are, you'd understand the fr- the frequency and the energy of where you're at exactly. you know it's like and that's how you would probably reconnect on a way more frequent basis is if you're on the same frequency you know the same energy level you're saying like you you just doing things yeah and um, um and it's, it's it's a blessing because like even you with this podcast man like it's all it's all love it's uh, all you know it's like when when two high energies meet and you just reconnecting and it's like you ain't skip a beat, you yeah. know. It's like it's just that's literally how it is, bro. One thousand, and that's something I wanted to point out, man. I, I wanted to also say I had a friend tell me that uh, those who care about nothing care about everything, mm. right? Mm. You have nothing that you're purposeful about, no yeah. passion, nothing you're passionate about. Every little nuanced thing in your life that happens, you're gonna you're gonna basically explode it. You're gonna make it super important to you, whether it's like you know your your, your shoe got scuffed. Oh my gosh. End of the world type shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Those little things are, are blown out of proportion, and for sure. And I everybody, a lot of a lot of times, you could like people blow the little oh. things out of proportion, especially when they're getting, like, especially when they're receiving a lot of blessings. You can start looking at little things yeah. that aren't going right. Point out, yeah, 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 yeah. One thousand percent. I feel like, um, I feel like the uh, that's that's kind of you have to start becoming more present of these certain yeah. these certain moments, these certain things in life that really get you there you know really yeah just having a having a self look at yourself yeah it's the people a lot of times it's the people you listening to like who who are you who are you listening to are you listening (laughs) to people that have what you want and most of the times you ain't listening to people that have what you want you're listening to people no like no offense but like you listen to a lot of times you're listening to your parents you know like about things that your parents ain't doing or you're 
whether it's your friends, whether it's like people that you grew up with, like a lot of times I got criticized in high school for things that I was doing because I had a specific desires or specific intentions back in high school. And it's like in high school, you get those criticisms because people's neural pathways ain't even they're not even developed they don't even see how you're seeing they it. still ain't developed Bro, <laughs> you know, a lot of people you know? i'm gonna say this right now a lot of people left only left high school physically interesting that's such a big that's such a big uh, that's such a big moment one thousand percent i feel like a lot of people um they mentally stay there and then like the more and more life goes on they start victimizing themselves because they didn't they might yeah. have not had some no, and that's you know? the easy way to that's the easiest thing to do bro is to play victim man for sure and, and that's something that just trying new things as me being a former athlete and i know you can understand that is that mm. if you really want to make it bro and whatever pursuit you're going to do and i'm still i'm should i still haven't made it I, and, and what i want to do but yeah, yeah, yeah. on that path i realized bro no one's going to feel sorry for you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah no one's going to feel pity for you or, for or sure. guilty for you you for really sure. have to kind of, of of just accept what the situation you're in mm. Um, be grateful for the process and just keep building exactly w with what you're saying. For sure, I feel like I feel like a lot of times it's uh, like you can never be satisfied, but you could always be grateful. You know, like you can never be satisfied. Bro, how many gems are dropped so far? Bro? <laughs> like, damn, bro. Like, I feel like shit, bro. I, I feel like a lot of times it's like if if like if you could you could always be grateful for this moment and this thing and still not feel satisfied. satisfied. But a lot of yeah. times, like. Uh, again with your parents because they're the ones that are developing the neural pathways from young and then the people you're growing up with are the people that are putting more neural pathways in elementary school and high school and it's like and oh why don't you why aren't you satisfied with what you got and even though you're grateful for what you got you're not complacent 1000 and bro. a lot of times people miss that that's facts bro so yeah i want to take it back to what what's going on with you right now bro street culture i want to <laughs> i want to congratulate you on that because you've been in this for how long Several years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One thousand, maybe like four or five years. We've been we've been doing this, like, and it's crazy because like four years doing street culture, but like my group of my my group that we that are that are in it. It's my boys, uh, Kaylin, Lloyd, Justin, and Josh, and then me as the final uh, final person in the group. We've done street culture for four or five years. We, but like I say, this comes back to. 10 years, like 10 years ago, like I've known two of these guys since grade two, you know, yeah. it's like, it's really like from it's childhood, sandbox. It's, it's sandbox, you know, same time I've known Abuka, like yeah. these people that y you ain't know who's going to be around you 20, 30 years from now. It's like, you really, and, th and then it's kind of, it's the universe. You could only control so much, you know, and, uh, and then you kind of get placed in certain situations and people are place in your life for for certain reasons and you kind of just you kind of just roll with it and we back in back in 2013 that's kind of like where it all started we were doing like uh pyramid scheme companies nah, you know man, acn no 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 oh, vima vima yeah yeah you got the, the juice yeah, oh, me, oh, my, yo one of my old roommates was doing that bro he had like five cases in his room i used to get cheese he's like yo, drink this i'm like yo i don't want man i don't want this stay bro. healthy bro <laughs> and and it what people don't realize is that those kind of companies give you well at least for me at least it was uh vima gave me the the mindset it gave me the people that put me in surroundings to elevate to the next level because you're just going to go through life you're going to give you're going to go through your journey you're going to go through what life has to offer you it may not be the the path that you're going to take like vima might have not been the path but it was part of the process yeah. and it enabled you to learn certain mindsets it enabled you to learn certain speech patterns affirmations like really it really showed you ways and it really developed a circle around you to build new neural pathways you know it's like the biggest thing is to uh to unlearn and then relearn That's you tough. know and you, a lot of people don't realize that because once you've learned some, it's one of the hardest things in life to unlearn something. Bro, I, I still have trouble doing it, bro. Because there's a lot of bullshit. We all have some bullshit in our life that we're trying to forget or unlearn. And, oh my gosh, for sure. And it, it, it's always happening for most for most people. Like you can't, because once you've learned information, it's like, no, nah, that's the right information because a lot of people's prides get in the way, you know? Bro, it's, I think the best... Or the most educational people are those that can take information, yeah. 
without pride being involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Knowing that what they know right now is might not be right. For sure. And accepting it without... Because, yo, a lot of times, bro, like, we've all felt this. We're, like, someone's trying to teach you something, but you have this urge to be, like, bro, like, nah, what I know is right. Like, For sure. I know I probably know more than this guy that you're telling me about. Or I probably know, I know more than you. Like, don't tell me this shit, I know, bro. Like, I know, I know. You know what sure. I mean? So sure. getting getting rid of those those urges or those... those I think I, you probably call it ego, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but get, getting rid of that, I think, is, is key when it comes to unlearning. One of the biggest things that uh, I felt like has helped me succeed in... in um just till this point is teachability, you know, um, teachability, being able to learn from people, but which people do you learn from? <laughs> That's I, facts. And you got to learn from people that have what you want on whatever level that is, you know, and, uh, a lot of, a lot of times you don't, you don't listen to the people that have what you want. You listen to your parents that are telling you whether it's go to school, right. whether it's go to, and people like, you know, your path, you know, that feeling, you know, that energy and, if that's not the energy for you, like I didn't go to, I didn't go to college, but yeah. I, I knew that from, I knew that from grade 10, I wasn't going to college, you know, and a lot of times, uh, whether it's your siblings, whether it's your friends, you're like, no, this isn't the right path. Cause in today's society, it's a lot of materials. If you ain't have materials, yeah, people won't respect you on the level of, if you don't have a paper to show. It's like, it's bro, you're paying 40 racks for a PDF. <laughs> bro, I was actually, I graduated last year, but I was heated, bro. My graduation was online. No way. They gave me a PDF first. No way. Nah, then they, then they shift the real way. No, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Four to 14, 14 <laughs> business days. <laughs> couldn't, uh, you, couldn't even expedite that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. To be honest, and a lot of, like, even whether whether it be school, whether it be, like, in grade 12, I was telling people I'd be in the position I'm in now, not realizing that it was delayed gratification that got me here. Again, I'll bring up the bamboo tree example. It's like, uh, bamboo tree takes five years to uh, to form into its full form, but in the five years, it doesn't like till the fifth year, it doesn't even get out the ground. But if you don't water it one day out those five years, it will die in the ground. But in the fifth year, in a matter of five weeks, that bamboo tree will grow ninety feet in nine or er, in sixty days. You know, and it's like, did that bamboo tree grow ninety feet in sixty days, or did did it grow ninety feet in five years? Yeah. It grew 90 feet in five years, but people ain't see the five years. People ain't see you watering the the soil, you know, fertilizing every single day, every single year. And a lot of people will criticize you on, you ain't you ain't got none that first year, you ain't got none that second year, you ain't yeah. got, and, uh, and you'll kind of, and you might start to believe it, you know, and because a, a lot of times you don't, you don't know if the information might be it's, the it, right information. You don't know that, but also what, what you're doing and what I'm doing, what any creative path is doing is, is taking a risk, mm. right? There's no certainty in what we're doing. There's no guarantee that what we're going to do is going to make us six figures at the end of the day. Mm. But it's a risk and it's betting on yourself at the end of the day. And that's something that what you're doing at Street Culture is all about, bro. Because I, I feel like what you, what you did there is a risk, man. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. a complete risk. Who would have thought that, bro, what did I, when did I meet you, bro? Probably grade seven. Yeah. Something like I would have never thought that a guy like you would have took the risk, the leap, um and it is bold i'll tell you that to to start a, a company like you know street culture street culture uh, yeah, yeah i felt you like it, it's you guys have what three locations right now yeah three locations i'll tell you something like uh it's not certain until you make it certain mm. you know like the difference between who you are and who you want to be is what you do bro quick question do you always speak in punchlines because these are hitting right now i'm getting best, hit that's how you grow you grow it to three locations is to be able to see three locations yeah. you know to be able to see it when you ain't got it and that's the watering of the plants and uh not knowing the directions it's going to take or the 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 leaps, like the leaps and bounds, you're gonna have to, to get through. Do, you yeah. know, like r right now, we have a ten thousand square foot facility in Mississauga. Like that's our main flagship location. Just opened up a location out in downtown, which is which is bumping. And then we Shout got it out, bro. Say the address, people can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty five Baldwin Street downtown, eighteen fifteen Myerside Drive in uh, in Saga, and then in Woodbridge, forty three hundred Steels Avenue, uh, Steels Avenue West, Unit twelve. And, um, you know, it's like, and two of those locations were during pandemic too. So damn, yeah, like even, even how was that, bro? Cause you're dealing with a lot of, a lot of hurdles. Yeah. yeah, no? yeah. No, 1000%. Like I felt like the, the biggest hurdle was, uh, 
just getting multiple locations, I felt like like our group, we were prepared for what it was, but like you ain't realize how much it actually is until you until you actually until you get there. Yeah. yeah, until you're in it. Um, I felt like like I felt like the biggest hurdle was kind of getting to like we had a fifteen hundred square foot space before all of it for all three locations. It was a seven month sublease. Um, that turned into uh, that turned into like you got to bet on yourself and especially yeah. in vintage clothing like it's a, like it's a well first of all explain uh, what street culture is for yeah, those yeah, that don't yeah, know yeah yeah 1000 percent. it's a uh it's a vintage clothing company we uh just deal with thousands on thousands of clothes we're ma- we are mainly wholesale distributors and then we turn uh into like multiple retail locations it's a blessing because it's one of the first businesses that um where you're actually offering a service to somebody and it, like a valuable service where you're providing for somebody's mm-hmm. family you know it's like mm-hmm. People are starting full-time businesses doing that. People are... Literally, because you're hosting their other thrift, thrift, thrift stores, right? Yeah. Thrift stores That's across crazy. the city, across the country. Like, a lot of times, even in... That's nuts. Like, like our main... Uh, one of our main countries that we were distributing to was New Zealand. Wait, like, just, yeah, as strange <laughs> as it is, you know? <laughs> what? How did they even get in contact with you guys? Bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot, a lot of times, it's, uh, yeah. it's social media, especially content, you know? It's like, people... Yeah. and. You're able to provide some for somebody else, and like they're. I remember people like starting huge businesses, and like, just damn, like you can do that over there, yeah. you know. And a lot of times, uh, a lot of times it was kind of like one of those times where you kind of just look back at the present, like, oh, we're here, you know. It's like, and all, and you're never again back to like you're never satisfied. You're always grateful, um, but a lot of times you sometimes you might not be in the present. You might be. It's like, oh, but I need more, but I need this, I need that. Not realizing, like, no, you've gone here. Got it, bro. Yeah. You know? And really living in that that present. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times when I was younger, I felt like I was always living in the moments that I'm in now. And then... Like, you mean in, in the future? or what you Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. in the future, as, like, as I was when I was a kid, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. About 10 years ago. And now I'm here, like, looking at the next 5, 10 years... Instead of actually, like, being here. Yeah. You know, and, like, a lot of times you can't... Is that a bad thing? That's a good question, man. I, no, think, I, mean, it's I, th- I think I think it's a mix of, of, of good and bad. What do you think? I think when it comes to looking in the future, you have to plan for the future. Mm. You know, you have, to, you have to know what to expect. You have to be prepared because if you're constantly in the present, the future comes, you're going to be twiddling your thumbs wondering what to do next. Absolutely. Right? So I think it's important to plan. I think it's important to to know where you're headed. Mm. To have objectives, um, but at the same time, I think it's also important to have be where your feet are. Yeah, awesome. you know, um, and knowing that if you don't put the work in where you're at right now and mm. being where your feet are, you'll yeah. never get to where you're at in the future. Yeah, for you know sure. What I'm saying so. For I sure. think it's 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 a, a little like a mix seesaw. of both. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. I feel like uh, feel, yeah. I feel like a lot of times you're when you're desiring things like the way you could des- desire things in are in three ways. You could des- desire them very specifically want something very specific you can desire them kind of generally or you can desire it with just a feeling in the beginning i used to i used to desire things very specifically learning like a lot of a lot of different um just information as a kid as i grew up and i achieved all these like material things that i thought was going to make me on top of the world um i started realizing like it wasn't that like i heard some I think it was the other week and he was like uh he was like after you receive all the all the money in the world you've gotten rid of all your money problems and now all you're left with is problems <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a trippy realization exactly. it's like a lot of things that money can't solve and that when i was a kid i thought no nah, i just need money just do that just pay that off this yeah. that the other and like if I get that bag here, everything else will be, so, be and solved. and life's not like that. And you gotta, and it's a lot of emotional intelligence, and it's a lot of uh, mental strength that you gotta develop, and yeah. it's all the other things in life that that you really gotta learn and uh, start adding to your repertoire. And you know, a lot of a lot of times, like you learn that through experience. Through experience, bro. You emotional. Know? I like what you said there. Emotional IQ. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's a new. Um, idea that I've come across recently about, you know, because obviously there's intelligence, 
yep. in general, like, okay, you know your numbers, you know that. But yep. to be emotionally sound and smart, I think that is key. And I think a lot of times in our generation, we struggle with that, bro. For sure. Uh, when it comes to even being vulnerable, when it comes to acknowledging your emotions, yep. knowing how to process them when in, in times of, of turmoil, of grief, mm-hmm. of sadness, I think that's important because... You know, when you don't know how to process those things, that's when you cope with it in terrible ways. That's when you have to have a strong foundation of a group. You got to have that law of affiliation. Like you are the law of affiliation. Yeah. Law of affiliation. You are who you uh, associate with. You know, mm. if you're um, like the five. Yeah. People you five, chose. Yeah, yeah. Five people you chose. It's like if you have four broke best friends, you'll be the fifth. Yeah. If you have four rich best friends, you'll be the <sighs> fifth. You know, Yo, I want to throw. I've talked to some people, man, and I've, I've there's just like a sense of ego with people. Where they're like, nah, I'm, I'm my own man. I'm my own. They don't influence <laughs> me. But I'm my own man, bro. Yo, trust, I'll chill with them. But like, I know trust, my, I'm like, trust, bro, trust. subconsciously, you're still being affected by them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? The way they think, the ideas, like even like the, the, the way you guys speak to each other, what you guys speak about, all that affects you in ways that. You might not even know, but because you have this ego, and I, I'm my own man, bro. Like, I, so trust true. me, I, I just chill with them. Just cut, nah, bro. Eventually, <laughs> at, at a certain point, <laughs> it's gonna affect you. Yeah, for sure. That's, and that's a lot of times how people develop neural pathways, and that's why I gotta give uh, my group just so much credit because, like, in these times when we ain't have nothing, you know, it's like, and you're building all these emotional IQs, uh, mental IQ, like just all these, all these things that. Um, you can't see on surface, but like it's being developed. You know, yeah. it's like you have to have a strong group around you, or else you ain't. Yo, it's key, bro. And especially, it's like one one energy strong. Like you got a group of people all on a similar desired objective for something specific. It's inevitable. It's gonna happen. It's inevitable, and that's why I say like it's not certain until you make it certain. You know, and you gotta really, you gotta yeah. really believe in that, and not believe you got to know that know it and that's that's kind of how you uh how you just start you start living your life like that and like you can't um you can't look at the things the trials and tribulations that life has to offer because it's all perception Mm -hmm. life's just going to hand you situations how do you look at the situations you get into a car crash and you're like I just gone to a car crash, yeah. man. Who am I gonna meet today? You know, like every situation yeah. is is a, is a vibrational. But yo, honestly though, at, at that point, bro, you're gonna be heated though, bro. In a car crash, bro. I'm gonna be tight, bro. I'm gonna be so pissed, bro. But I, I know what you're saying though. It's like, a it's a it's a part of the journey. No, one thousand know percent. I mean? And but and it has to get to a point where your emotional IQ comes it's to that because if you know that every situation is a perception of something, you. You should be able to get into a fender bender and be like, oh, this is a blessing yeah. because I only receive blessings. Yeah. So if I can only receive blessings, there ain't nothing else that there is. There is only just blessings, whether yeah. it's the person, whether something, maybe I got delayed and something was screwballed so I didn't have to go through something else more serious. Everything, God just blesses me always, yeah. you know, and you got to you gotta look at it for these certain these certain types of ways. And if you don't have a friend group, that believes those certain principles and these certain things, you ain't. Bro, get some new friends, bro. 1,000. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yo, your, your, bro. your friends are everything. For man. sure. I think they're for key. Sure. And I think it determines how far a lot of people go in life, bro. Mm. I want to shout out, man, Tremel, Jamar, Marcus, Kayon, shit, Clint, bro. All those guys, man, made it had a big impact on me growing up. For sure. When, for me growing up, I was always the youngest kid um, in really? my group, bro. I was, I was hanging around guys two, three, even four years older than me. Um, and so they they kind of helped me stay off the streets and stay off this this lifestyle that's that's well, prevalent in my area, and I I can't thank them enough for it. But again, like I wouldn't know where I am without those guys. Hmm. You know, what I'm saying I wouldn't know how far I'd be without those guys or what I would be doing. Bro, I wouldn't even having this conversation without them. You know, are these the guys that are still with you now? I still talk to them now, bro. So, so amazing. Tramal and Ken I knew since grade two. Dang. Uh, Jamara I knew since grade five. Marcus, grade seven. Jeez. Clint, grade seven. Like, all these guys I know since Sandbox, uh, basically. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they've all had an influence on me. And that's For why sure. I want to reaffirm what you're saying, bro. Friends are everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1,000%. You got to really have some friends that carry the same belief systems that, that you have. Maybe not, you know, like, everybody's different. Everybody got their own thing. But um, you got to have those those core foundational beliefs yeah. that, that you all carry, that you all feel like. And 
Yeah. Especially that carry into your day to day. Like even for for us, like we live together now. You know, it's like yeah. You guys live together. Yeah, we live together. Yeah. I had a question, bro. Yeah. Having friends that that uh, are, are good influences around you is great, obviously. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Going into business with friends is a whole another whole another avenue, bro. Crazy. Where it can get tricky. Crazy, if the business right? falls through, so does the friendship, or it will get affected yeah, in certain no, ways. Know, I've seen that happen. I know, right? How do you guys navigate that? It's weird. I for years, for years, for years, we've heard we've heard that that narrative that uh, that you can't you can't be in business with friends. <laughs> um, my answer is get some new friend. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, talk your shit. Bro. No, 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 talk for sure, shit. for sure. Uh, like I, I just feel like the narrative a lot of times like there's just like a piece of the pie missing, whether it's core beliefs whether it's like a weak link whether it's you know like that one bad apple um i feel like if you guys all have a certain desired objective you know a lot of times a lot of people have their own kind of way that they want life to go and it's not a bad thing i felt like our group is very similar minded and very similar mm-hmm. with with a very similar burning desired objective in mind like we want the same exact thing mm-hmm. um now that could it doesn't get tricky in the fact that like again like just working with them four or five years right it's like at first you're working with them part-time so and we were working jobs too so like we wouldn't see each other until Maybe 5, 6 p.m., work the rest of the night, and you're building from there. Then you get into our first where, or our, like the, the, the Mesa, no, like Myers the, yeah, Myers side. And you kind of like, oh, now we're with each other, like, A12, yeah, A12 hours. Yeah. Now we live together. It's like, we with each other, like, 24 hours a day, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Y'all don't even get sick of each other? Um, <laughs> yo, I feel, I feel like it's just, it's an, it's an interesting place where it's like, you gotta, you gotta know how people operate. Yeah, and you gotta yeah. respect how people operate. And it's like, you know, I feel like a lot of times people take their own egos. And it's like, all right, I'll maybe push the line here. You push the line there. I feel like if you all respect each other's, uh, play like space, you know, like, I feel like if you, especially knowing people's vibration and energy, it's like, you know how to operate with yeah. people in certain scenarios and certain places. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times people's egos, whether it be in business, whether it be different situations, I feel like that's when, uh, that's when you get the other things, you yeah. know, like the negative things, the, uh, the things that you never, that you don't really desire. And then you start creating that narrative of, man, you can't work with friends because then it starts getting tricky and it starts, yeah looking yeah. like it's a it's a it's not that much of a blessing anymore and um i feel like that's a lot of the times it's like even yeah even even living with friends too it, it can get tricky like i just moved in with one of my homies bro yeah and a lot of times that same narrative comes up where it's like oh you live with friends that you you might not that might destroy the friendship right or certain things might go differently and i, I completely disagree i think if like you're saying if you mm. respect the boundaries of that person you know, if you know how they operate, I think everything goes smooth. Yeah, I feel you like, it, and a lot of times it's like the people that that don't like that that don't have that uh, have the opposite narrative. It's like you're believing different things. You might push that boundary, and you might not respect that person's space. And it's like, yeah. and it's cool. Oh, and then they think, oh, yeah, friends can't because, bro, look what you're doing. <laughs> it's your own character. It's, your own character. it's, yeah, it's yeah. your own. It's a reflection of yourself, and it's uh, it's something I feel like a lot of people have to get over i feel yeah. like a lot of times it's themselves like and again like when we were talking about earlier it's like a lot of people don't want to look at themselves and be like i'm the problem you know yeah. and uh and until you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like i created who i am today you ain't never getting out that situation you know what it is too man it's humbling mm. it's humbling to really look at yourself and realize that the errors you have the faults you have because everyone wants to think that everyone everything is good that they're perfect you know, that they don't have anything to work on themselves personally. It's easier to point fingers, too. It's easier to say someone else fucked up in a situation or sure. relationship. For sure. For Bro, how sure. many times have you have you heard someone say, yeah, honestly, this was on me if it comes to relationships or anything like that? It, they're a dime Rarely. a dozen, bro. It's a Rarely. dime a dozen because yeah, yeah, what yeah. that takes is humility. It takes for an understanding. Sure. It takes a knowing of yourself to say, I don't have it all together right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I effed up there, here, and maybe there, but guess what? Now that I realize it, I can work on it now. 
Yeah. Whereas people are just aimlessly pointing fingers saying, oh, you're wrong here, but come on, bro. Yeah, for sure. If you hold a mirror up to certain people, that shit would break. <laughs> I'm dead serious, You're bro. the one saying, I got the quotes, bro. I'm dead serious, bro. <laughs> that just came to my mind, bro. I'm just that's dead crazy, serious, bro. bro. 1,000%. I feel like a lot of times, uh, and that's why, like, even my group, like, it's a, it's a, car, it's a hard comparison because, like, I've I've talked to so many people that are like, how did that happen? Bro, and it's how so are you? unique. It's a very, it's a very yeah. interesting experience. And like for us, like we don't realize it because we just living in it. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. we're just, just doing it because especially as like, we've known each other since like kids, like sandbox. It's like, you kind of just, no, that's just the way life is. You know, it's like not realizing that so many people have so many different perspectives about how, mm-hmm. uh, how stuff like this happens or how, uh, situations actually go in, yeah. whether it be friendships, business, um, whatever it is. But I feel like a lot of times, most of the time, it's it's you. You got to be the person yeah. you want to attract, you know? Yeah, hold on. Let me just interrupt you. Um, are you cold right now? Me? Yeah. Bro, can you get a little bit of heat? <laughs> I'm kind of, yo, I'm freezing right now. I don't even care, bro. I know I'm cold when my, my toes get cold, but I sound like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you got the military boots on, the bro. military, the Doc Martens, bro. Shut up. Shut up Jeez, you got a cardigan <laughs> on, man. You fishing it up, bro. Jeez. Which is almost done. But, um, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to take it back to street culture, bro. Why thrifting? Out of any entrepreneurial business you could have, pers- or entrepreneurial pursuit you could have taken, um, why thrifting? That's different. Good question. Uh, a lot of times because, or not a lot of times, um, Lloyd. Uh, when we were in grade nine, ten, he was a big thrifter. I felt like everybody, again, like we all grew up e- with each other. L- Lloyd uh, specifically did thrifting himself. Um, he just he just had a vision. Uh, Shout out Lloyd, man! I, I like his energy, bro. Yeah, 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 a couple times <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. And uh, cool dude. yeah, well, it's a blessing to have him. He's he was the one that kind of just had that that vision for just thrifting in general. Got the opportunity to get on to a supplier that could give us, like, just a bigger supply of clothes. Um, a blessing in our group is the fact that everybody plays a role. Mm. Everybody got some, you know? It's yeah. like, I feel like if you got, everybody got a certain, not a, a role in the sense of a certain mindset. Yeah. And a lot of times that's a similar mindset because you just don't find those types of mindsets in Bro, people. It's rare. Very it's rare. rare. Where everyone knows their role. They know their road that they were supposed to take. Yep. They know exactly what they need to do and they don't clash with you. That's that's unique right there. It's special. It's special. A lot of times I don't like to uh, to compare the situation because a lot of times you won't find it like that. That's where I always say to kind of like look inward. Become that person yourself. You start finding that you're going to start attracting the people that you want to be around mm. by being that person. mm mm-hmm. You know, it's mm. like, uh, for me at least, like, you have this three-inch radar screen. Jeez. You have this three-inch radar screen, and um, and life happens in this three-inch radar screen that you could see. Outside that radar screen is 300 feet of things that you cannot see, but where 99% of life happens. And those are the situations that come into your reality. But a lot of people just look at this three-inch radar screen and like, Oh, I could see that. I could see that. But life ain't happening from that radar screen. But if your perspective is only from that radar screen, that's the only things you're ever going to attract, you know? Bro, do you do shrooms? <laughs> no, I haven't. Serious question. These are, no, these are, I love what you're saying, but these are things that, like, people would get. Like, you know those those insights of, like, life? These are, shroom, sure, these are sure. shroom insights. I'm like, I'm loving it, though. Bro. For that's sure. Crazy. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Bro, um, I'm just like, yo, that's facts, though. Nah. Like, it's crazy. Take me to Peru. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, man. The border's for open, bro. For sure. No vaccine. For sure. No vaaccine. Oh, no there you we go. Good, there bro. you go, bro. Straight, bro. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like I feel like a lot of times if you if you <laughs> yo, this guy has the facts. <laughs> oh, there you go. What's this looking like? Bro? Oh, it's fresh. Now you open this. Bro. Oh, you crazy? You want to open this on the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> that better be so shrooms, bro. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. My bad, Luke. Jeez. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, man, that's man. all the heat we need. <laughs> nah, people need to like, yo, I, I thought I was listening to Andre Kelly, bro. This is it Joe Rogan? <laughs> man, looking into oh, Narnia man. in there, guys. Yeah, that's deadly, still. That's deadly. <laughs> that's deadly. Oh, 
so jokes, bro. Same, yeah. uh, <laughs> so amazing. Uh, yeah, man. Ain't allowed to smoke up in this. <laughs> bro, yo, we actually, funny enough, bro, we were talking about that. If we had, like, a proper ventilation system. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1,000%. You might have to come back for another episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what? I actually, uh, I actually, I used, uh, like, I smoked for, like, 10 years. And uh, this year is the first year that I actually quit smoking. Um, it's, it's a, it's kind of like a crazy transition because like I'm the guy that you would look at and be like, "Where's the pack?" Yo, for sure, you yeah. know. And it's like, uh, and for me at least, um, even in initially quitting, I felt like was like it felt like it gave me more anxiety, you know, like mm. quitting when I thought it would be the complete opposite. Like, no, nah, I'm just more on point. I'm just I just desire more, and like it was like the complete opposite. And I realized I was like a withdrawal sy- like uh, symptom that took months on like yeah. like months to kind of uh get back to like a baseline functioning of like like how to operate yeah just how to operate you know because you could you could rely on so much of uh like oh if something's going wrong you just all right let me just let me just, ball up yeah let me any, ball up problem you know? bro ball up yeah for sure oh that inconvenience, any slight inconvenience <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you have a backwards bro yeah, so i missed the bus yeah, all right bro yeah, <laughs> shit. Ah, shoes untied yeah ah, shit. <laughs> Man, I can't find my watch, Yeah, no, it's facts though. But yo, what? That's crazy though. That's that's uh, that's different, especially quitting during a pandemic, mm-hmm. where a lot of times we're isolated, we're by ourselves, where a lot of people just kind of resort to to, to smoking loud. My boy, uh, my boy Paul said a very interesting thing to me years ago. He said, uh, "Weed will show you the way, and then stop you from getting there." <laughs> yo, bro. <laughs> <you just>? <laughs> <laughs> heard that for uh, <laughs> you heard that before bro what i had a mic i had a mic drop when uh when he told me that man. oh man bro mic. if i had him f- shout out to these arms bro <laughs> shout out to the arms bro frig that's crazy though that's a cr- that's, that's crazy. one of those crazy and this is years ago so like that was something that i didn't even take into account when i was uh <laughs> when i was just smoking every <laughs> single day yeah. i was like feel like it's showing me the way man yeah, realizing <laughs> that you're just not doing shit when you're doing it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for I sure respect and that. uh and a lot of times like it's because of the fact that it opens your mind up it will and that's what it did for me like even for me to get to the belief of even the radar screen yeah. uh perception and technique and how the, like just those mindsets of yeah. we technically showed it, like made me open enough to even believe these things mm. can happen you know like mm. you can believe that your frequency attracts your desires that you could be on an energetic frequency of love uh happiness and just positivity and only have yeah and like only have uh situations like that happen and you where you could only perceive that um but then sometimes late especially later on when you're dependent on when you're dependent on weed it's like it could stop you from getting there in the fact that uh your certain mindset doesn't stay there you you can desire you can desire less and not even know you're desiring less and it's a very it's a very interesting concept because as much as like we were talking about before like you could look at yourself in the eyes and like Man, like you could smoke and be like, no, I desire, I still desire, and like you ain't even know that yeah. your desire level just dropped a notch. Yeah, you know, it slowly, slowly pokes at that desire for and sure. Slowly erases it away for sure, and it's a, it's a, and it's something that I had to come to to terms with myself, you know, and yeah. uh, and uh, you don't really, you don't, see, you don't see it happening on the day or the mm-hmm. month or the week or whatever. It's like years go on, like. Damn. I'm a big fan of moderation. Um, mm. I realized that, and I, I do smoke occasionally, you know, from time to time. And I, I've gotten to a point during the pandemic where I was doing it like every day, multiple times a day. When Tell everything, remember when we were at our <laughs> peak, like when everything was shut down, you know, you couldn't congregate anywhere. You couldn't meet with friends. That's when I'm like, okay, what else am I going to do? For sure. Ball up, eat, play a little Call of Duty. For sure. You feel me? Warzone. For sure. <laughs> Daily. Like, I was staying up till 5 a.m. doing that. And it was, like, a habitual pattern I was doing. And I didn't realize that when I was in that, that mode, I wasn't accomplishing anything. Mm. I wasn't doing any episodes. I wasn't working on any type of craft, any type of pursuit. I was literally ABC, mm. Call of Duty, food, sleep. Yeah. I'm like, bro. No, I'm, I'm admitting this. Like, sure. it's, it's so It's like a... It's so 
it's it's bumish, bro. Like it's it's like, come on, bro, be better. And I didn't realize the impact that weed had on me in that at that moment. But after realizing that, I kind of yeah. realized, okay, everything in moderation. My pops always said, yo, too much of anything is bad for you. So true. Could be it could be something that's so great, but too much of it is bad for you. Absolutely. And I I'm, I. I kind of uh, embrace that kind of moving forward, you know? Yeah, for sure. And you need that. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I, and again, like to look at yourself, like I always had a highly like addictive, just personality Person in general, yeah. you know? So it's like, for me, I can look at myself and like, no, I'm addicted to that. Yeah. Like, you can look at yourself and kind of just like, for you acknowledging that you were even doing that. A lot of people ain't even get out that mindset of like, this is bad. Mm. And it might not even be bad, but is it good? Yeah. You know, and like if you can't if you can't look at something and be like, oh, this is good or it's my obligation, you know, and it's like you go back to am I how am I serving somebody else? How am I living my life to the fullest in doing these things? In the moment it might feel good. It might not be bad. It might be good, you know. You might be with your boys, you might be in that moment, yeah, that's your obligation. You live into your fullest. Mm-hmm. When you buy yourself and you just you just there, and you and that just becomes your habitual pattern. Yeah. You could develop those neural pathways you didn't even know you develop. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah. we will show you the way, and then stop you from getting there. And like that's kind of where I, there's so many different examples that that kind of pop back into my mind when I think about that. But it's like these are these certain things where it's like you have to just you have to look at yourself in the mirror, and be like, damn, am I the person? Yeah, like am I the person? I say I am, yeah. you know, and if you're not, you got to reevaluate, reassess, yeah. move forward. And um, a lot of times that comes back to a lot of affiliation. If your friends ain't doing the same thing or if your friends um, ain't saying the same things, believing the same things. Oh, shit. I thought that was one of those. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trying to adjust this, yeah. Um, a lot of times, like, if, if it's... N- that law of affiliation comes back into place a lot of times and uh and like they could really help you get out of situations if you're mentally struggling you uh, can recognize that that okay this is not how you're usually acting for sure let's talk about it let's fix yeah, that that's for sure i think that's a big part of what friends are for man yeah, being yeah, there yeah. in tough situations you know having those hard conversations if you can't have a hard conversation with your boy that ain't man. your boy. Yo. You, real, you feel me? So fast, Same goes for women. If you can't have a, a tough, honest conversation with your girl, that's not your girl. Sheesh. It's really that simple. I think that's what really, you know, defines good friendships. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even even going to that, it's like you kind of, if you're not able to have those, just that that real, you yeah. know, it's like you could joke around a lot and then, and then be able to get back into uh, certain places where you're, believing different things or like yeah. but still come to that conclusion of like no we could have a real conversation we could talk about this and we could get over this it's like yeah that's where the realest friendships are built that's where the realest relationships are built that's where the beauty comes from that's where the beauty yeah. comes from and yeah. i think it, it it transcends into what you're doing right now with uh with street culture mm. um and i kind of wanted to take it back to the thrifting aspect of things um yeah, yeah, yeah. just for people that are watching this episode obviously a lot of them will be thrifters people that are interested in the thrifting industry and stay up to date with, with street culture, you know. Jeez. I wanna ask you, what are some red flags on thrifting? Jeez. <laughs> some red it, some red flags some on red thrifting. Flags. Um some red flags on thrifting. I feel like a lot of times if you can't go somewhere and find like quality pieces for like a reasonable price, um, you in the wrong place. If you have Valley Village, you at the wrong place. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel like a lot of times, like you, like a lot of times, it's like about supporting the local business guy. I feel like a lot of times that's where a lot of the vintage passion starts to come from, and it starts to become, uh, it starts to become mainstreamed with mm-hmm. Valley Villages and Talises and name whatever other thrifting place yeah. you want to name. It's like uh, Goodwill, kind of. Like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Plato's Closet. Plato's Closet, you know, um, in these, in these certain situations, it's, uh, I feel like that's, they're, they're starting to become less mainstream because of, I feel like how good the community is, especially in Toronto. It's a big, big vintage community. A lot of vintage, uh, vintage, uh, passionate vintage folks. I feel like a lot of people are very much about the hobby of vintage, um, 
I feel like, to be honest, if, if like if I'm just being real, I just feel like a lot of it turns into a hobby or it stays a hobby for a lot of people, but not realizing it could actually be a business. I feel like a lot of people, uh, a lot of people turn it into, and it, a lot for a lot of people, it might just be a hobby and they just are very passionate about like 90s graphic tees and um, another vintage like red flag is if you, you can't find some nice graphic tees inside that vintage shop, man. Yeah, they're cooked. <laughs> Donezo, bro. <laughs> Donezo, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of good places, and that's uh, that's why I love the vintage community, too, is, like, a lot of times, like, most of the people are showing love. A lot of times, like, like even for us, like, you're never taking away business. Like, you're not taking away business. You, you know? It's, it's, a it's a community based on recycling. For sure, for sure. Right, so for how can sure. you take away anything that's sure. always in circulation? Yeah, it's a, again, I feel like it always comes back to people's mindsets, bro. It's like yeah. you're, it, it, like somebody's mindset can be like, nah, they're doing something a certain way that I might not like. In reality, any person that's becoming a vintage brand, store, uh, vintage seller, you're just helping the community rather than hurting it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, and a lot of times, like, people's neural pathways ain't right. Like, you you just falling back into that trap, and you can you cannot uh, you can you can just kind of fall back into that that rat race of. And I feel like that's especially in Toronto. I feel like it's a great vintage community. I feel like just like Kensington. That's where you find a lot of the good stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of great stores around there. Um, Queen, Queen West, uh, Queen College, a lot of good ones, yeah. a lot of good ones, man, and like a lot of like a lot of good people, man. You know what I love about vintage wear, man? Mm. I love the fact that a lot of it is timeless, right? Yeah, You're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just mentioned the rat race. You're not trying to keep up with the Joneses about the newest T-shirt from wherever. Um, you, you're wearing pieces that are timeless and last. Um, a lot. Another thing too is like you're saying, it's 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 recycled base, right? Um, you're saving a lot on the environment. Absolutely. That's one thing too. You're not constantly shipping things from china or whatever yeah, 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 and yeah. having it come out here like there's there's a lot of benefits and then the third two you're getting things that are often a discounted price from when it was originally bought yeah 1000 right? if i'm if i'm being honest like i'm not a vintage fanatic like i'm not super passionate about vintage yeah i love building businesses you know mm. when i come back to everybody plays a role you know it's like That's i was your role i'm very good at building businesses create like and even for us like it was all about creating a community of creatives like that was our initial goal from our first 1500 square foot warehouse going into Meyer side 10,000 square feet 10,000 square foot facility um having you like three unit space it's like even even now building a building a studio over there too it's like yeah i seen that i popped by a few times but it's just dope bro. it's it, and it's like it's it's always been about being able to create a community of creatives because you're the the whole world is about to run on just Creation. creators yeah. you know it's like if we're able to build a hub for creatives in whatever kind of aspect whether it be entrepreneurs photographers videographers artists um anything you know it's like to be able to create that hub where it blends into a business like vintage where you're blending fashion with uh the creation of culture you know it's like something that just kind of works with the energy that kind of plays a part and a um, did you just have that formula i felt like it was that's like another thing it's like some things you can't control like that's the universe kind of just playing its part yeah we wanted to create a build like a create a hub from from 18 years old 18 years old we like create a hub around like not not vintage around a creator's culture vintage just happened to be the the car that it was took the catalyst 1000 yeah. and uh and now just being able to kind of provide that in whatever kind of facet and uh, kind of creating and building that culture around that is what we're doing now and i feel like in the vintage community starting to have more like vendor events now which is a blessing it's like being able to put like local brands on that are just coming out the like coming out the works and that need a space to do pop-up events and all the other things that like we where we have an obligation to provide something mm -hmm. give back something mm -hmm. um that's that's where i feel like our like all of our 
kind of minds are at where let's we could give back to the community in such a big way and not just the vintage community just the culture and it's an inspiration too bro uh we'll be talking bro i got uh here at the get the gap we're actually creating a campaign i haven't told really anyone about it besides people in this room talk um no i'm not even gonna say most about it but we'll we'll be talking we'll be talking (laughs) for sure bro we'll be talking Um, absolutely brother but yo, honestly, Luke, bro, this has been an amazing episode, man. Um, Jeez. I've learned a lot, bro. Appreciate I've known you, you from from time, but I've I've been able to kind of little learn a little bit more about you from this episode, bro. So Absolutely. again, I appreciate you taking the time for this. Um, but before we wrap this up, do you have any any last words or anything you want to get off your chest? Jeez, <laughs> man. Um, yo, to be honest, just stay true to uh, stay true to what you're doing. If you have a desire, desire it. Uh, don't don't look at the how for any any kind of way. Don't look at how you're gonna do something. Just want that thing, and in whatever kind of way you keep your energy and your frequency high enough, those things start to happen like it was magic, mm. like it was it was meant to be because it was meant to be, and um and you gotta trust your process. Uh, give the glory to God and God bless, bro. Love bro. again, bro. Oh, bro. And uh, I didn't do this on the last episode, but Jeez. but if you like this episode, my guy Luke, uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. We got a lot more guests coming on, just like Luke. Actually, not just like everyone is pretty much different. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> but we got a lot of guests coming on, just with different pursuits, passions, and and uh, and glories, really. So uh, make sure to tap in and yeah, stay rolling with the get the guy. We here. Love. On that note, we out. <laughs>